And it's red. <laughs> and welcome to our second to the last episode of On The Spot. Oh, na tayo. I love how this has really been an avenue for us to, you know, talk about the topics that we've been hearing on our Sunday services more at length and, you know, how we could have more on-the-spot conversations about it. Mm-hmm. That's right. And grabbing a, it's our second to the last episode already. And time flies, really, when you're having fun. And there's no better person to have fun with and to have a meaningful conversation with, with today but Pastor Joe. Yay! Woo! Welcome back, yeah. Pastor Joe. <laughs> hey, so you were introducing me now. Okay, yes. Hi, yeah. <laughs> yes, the yes. fun person. That's you. <laughs> Streaming live from our, uh, from your closet? Is that a closet? Closet, yes. I'm in my closet. <laughs> nice. Yes. So thanks for joining us today, Pastor Joe. We're thanks glad for having you me. Join us again. But this, mm-hmm. this is your second time yeah. to be on an episode of On the Spot. Yeah. Sure. Lekker. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that like South African? South African. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We're recording yeah. na pala, no? We are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is... Okay. Yeah, Do you want to give any shout-outs? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'd like to give a shout-out to to anybody who wants one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, pa-shout-out naman. Madang, okay, go. Sure. Uh, if it means that much to you. So, yes, you nice. can have a shout-out. Yay! Okay, yeah. you guys got a shout out from so fun. a blanket shout out. Yeah. Yes. If you wanted one, that was just yours. <laughs> oh, thank you. Nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> Some bubble. All right, so today we have a very interesting topic. Um, we're going to be talking about gray areas in our yeah. lives as believers. So why don't we get right into it? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so our first question is this. Well, you mentioned in your preaching last Sunday that our identity in Christ creates a community that transcends our differences. Yeah. Could you expound on that a little bit more for us? Yeah, and that was really a really good... Like, you know, when we study for messages, and you guys have, have preached before also, um, the Bible is supposed to transform us first, right? And it, you don't want to preach on stock knowledge. You don't want to preach on, yeah, I know this. I'm going to do this again. But what one of the growing points for me in preparing for this message and this whole series was really like, oh, it's not just a me and God thing, but it's a me and God and then the community that he's put me in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've always believed that, Naman, but I don't know. I guess just nowadays there's so much of, uh, and I've found that as I'm studying, I've been swayed by so much of the... Um, there's this perspective that it's 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 me and God, you know. So when I'm offended, mm-hmm. parang God's on my side, even though all you Christians are against me. Parang ganon yung in that kind of mindset where when you read the Bible, that's not at all how God sees it. Um, so it really does produce a radically different life in in the believers, and those believers together produce a radically different community. And it's that community that becomes this agent of change, of hope and love and peace and God's righteousness and holiness in the world. So, yeah, so that was the implication. So when you read the book of Romans, this whole everything about the gospel, the gospel is this, the gospel is that, all of that is building up to this idea of a community. You know, if and if any of the ones listening are interested, there's a really great book that helped me as I was preparing for this. It's called Reading Romans Backwards. Hmm. Reading Romans Backwards. And the idea is, you know, we often approach Romans and it's like, wow, concepts, parang abstract theology agad. And then you get to, um, you know, you get to uh, the end and then there's all these yeah. personal stuff going on. Yung pala, that was the framework he had when he wrote all of those concepts. People were fighting over politics. People were fighting over their own convictions. People were fighting over ethnicities. And so he says, okay, 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 okay. Instead of like judging like, okay, this time you're right, this time you're wrong. No, the gospel transforms all of that. And that's why we shouldn't let those identities uh, be above our identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. So that helped a lot. So when you read Romans 14, 15, 16, 12, 13, it's not just, oh, okay, these are the applications. no. Um, this is really connected to the gospel. This is really why the gospel can change the world. 
because it produces this mm-hmm. kind of community in us. Mm-hmm. You're saying like the the book was saying, you know, reading Romans backwards. The parang it's the latter part. Yun yung parang hugot why Paul wrote about the gospel first. Yeah, yeah. Because when you read other epistles, let's say Galatians or Ephesians, there's always a context. There's always like, oh, he wrote this because, let's say Thessalonians. He wrote Thessalonians because people were obsessed with the end times and they were getting their eyes off of Jesus. Uh, he wrote Galatians because people were getting uh, into legalism and moralism. We don't often hear that for Romans. Like, what? why did he write Romans? Was this just, I want to write a book, you know? For, I want to write the bestseller, parang ganon. No, there was a actual context he was responding to. That's what you call a pastoral thing. Kumbaga, as a pastor to his to his congregation, here's why he wrote that. And very often Romans is approached like in a general sense. Nah, this is the true for all believers. And that's true also, but there was something pastorally that he was responding to. And a big part of that was the unity of people from different backgrounds. That's why this coming Sunday is going to be about unity in Christ. Yeah, so what really struck you was yung parang, it's not just me and God, but following God means being together with other people. Like it's a package deal. I can't avoid yep. it. Yep, that, yep. We all work together. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And everybody's like, they come with differences. I mean, if I were to follow God and everybody's like kind of like me, parang, okay, cool, I can do this. But yeah. then now everybody's different. So, Wow. That sounds really challenging. That does sound like like a growing point. Um, yeah. But yeah, jumping from that point, in your preaching, you also said something. Um, I think this was something you got from your marriage, that there is a completely different and completely valid perspective. Yeah. Okay, what do you mean by that? And how far does that go? For sure, like this can't stretch into morality, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, could you just expand that so so that people don't take it the wrong way? Yeah. Well, um, there's a completely di- there are cases, you know, in the Bible that are absolutely true. You know, that mm-hmm. are binary, right, or wrong, light and dark. There are a few of those in the Bible, a number of those in the Bible. But the mm-hmm. point is, not everything is like that. And what happens ah. is, we live in a world that wants to make everything like that. And the problem, actually, when you make everything, quote-unquote, everything to that level, you're actually choosing some things to demote. You're saying, for example, political parties. So today, it's Tuesday. The United States is waking up today and they're all going to start voting. The moment you make political parties the binary thing in the kingdom of God, then you've chosen to take down other stuff. And you've said that you know, uh, um, your identity in Christ is not as important as the political party that you're in you know, so or mm-hmm. that you vote for. So... That's the problem with, with overly binary thinking. There are things that are binary, yes, but not all of them are like that. And so when it comes to things that are not binary like that, there exists and there could be more than one valid perspective. It, it just, like mathematically, hindi lang isang yung tamang sagot, pwedeng dalawa, pwedeng tatlo, pwedeng apat. And the thing is kasi, because we, you know, ap- apart from, you know, walking in community with other people, our own perspective just makes so much sense. It makes sense with our history. It makes sense with the way we were raised. It makes sense with our personality in life. So other perspectives just feel like, well, something's strange about you, if not something's wrong with you. And so Carla and I, that's what we learned because it was like, who's wrong among us? You know, Paula and Jen, who's wrong among us? And it was like, neither of you are wrong. There's a completely valid, but just a different perspective. Uh, and that's true with so much of the church, you know, so much of church life. You'll, you'll get mad at someone for the way they dress or the way they talk or the way they treated you. But you don't, real, you don't walk in their shoes. Diba? And when you do walk in their shoes, so that's the helpful thing to remember that we don't have a monopoly in truth. We don't have a monopoly in hearing from God. And that's where the origin of that statement comes from. Uh, another saying that somewhere along that line along those lines is something we got from our every nation pastor in orlando pastor shadi where he said different doesn't mean wrong in fact different makes you strong and that was like we heard that two months into our marriage and we were like oh gosh we really needed to hear that because we're just so different but different doesn't mean wrong it might just be different so yeah 
I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> because Ian is just so wrong all the time. <laughs> yes. No, I'm kidding. Oh, As he's clapping, but, but I can hear him. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I feel you when, when you mention that. And I think it, it helps us as well to understand that. Um, it, it's just very different perspectives because coming from different cultures, growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and so I'm imagining, you, I mean, we're just two. You multiply that with how many people we have in our church community. Yeah. And we have all of these, you know, different perspectives. And, you know, so really interesting. And I think it's good for us to hear, to hear that. Uh, it makes us, you know, want to lean in and listen to one another before, you know, judging the other person. And that it's mali, you know, malika. <laughs> yeah, and that's what was happening in in Rome, deba. Right? To the Jews, it was like, how could you even think of eating that much pork? Now, and, and this was a serious thing. It wasn't just a dietary thing. The pork was often sacrificed to idols beforehand, and you'll see another clue of this if you go to First Corinthians ten. So it was like this was sacrificed to idols. Why would you even? Why even take that chance? Why? And that's why in 1 Corinthians 10, it says, if you're about to eat and someone says, ah, that was sacrificed to idols, ah, parang ganon. See, Paul said, you know what? Personally, I'm fine with it, but if it's going to bother them that much, I, I, prob- I won't na lang. So that was so serious for them. They were like, look, why, why even bother? You know, why even bother risking that? To the Gentiles naman, it was, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? It's, it's meat. Okay, I didn't pray to the idols. Those whoever sold it to me did. The, the, so, barang oh, oh, ano, sino tama don? Sino don? And so Paul, instead of though he did make it clear that he was on the side of the Gentiles, that yeah, I can, I don't mind. In fact, he even made it stronger by calling it strong versus weak. Eh? Mm-hmm. Diba? He says, if you read Romans fourteen verse three, some people whose faith is weak only eat vegetables. That doesn't mean vegetarians have weak faith. <laughs> Thank you for answering that uh, judgment yeah, yeah. in my mind. <laughs> but, but the point he was making was um, people because it might get insulted by that. Eh. So ako pa yung may weak faith ngayon. Diba? And we've got it backwards. Very often in church, we've got people who are um, strong in convictions and they'll say, Oy, ito yung may strong faith because they have such strong convictions. But in Paul's mind, no. I, he might have weak faith. He knows he's liable to fall. He knows he struggles with that issue. And his faith is weak there. And you shouldn't force him out of that conviction. Ayun na nga niya eh. Lumalayo na nga siya sa temptation. Baka hindi temptation sa iyo Pero siya ayaw niya. Galangin na, consider naman natin yung taong yun. Yun yung point na yun. It makes me think like, you know, uh, Red, you know this. L, you know this. Uh, we we've got standards, for example, the like the way you treat the opposite sex. If 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 you're you know attracted to the opposite sex, and I had standards. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be alone in a movie theater with one. Nakaming dalawa lang pumunta. And I know people who were okay with it. You know, and I have to not. I have to resist the urge to judge to be like. Huh. You're okay with that? You watched a movie, an entire movie, with a girl. Alam mo yon yung na wow ang ang compromiser mo pala. Parang no in Paul's in Paul's mind, Joe, ikaw yung weak. Kasi nagsestraga kasi last day. And kudos to you for your for your uh whatever for your self reflexivity for. But that doesn't mean that the person who does that is automatically sinning. That's good to hear. And um, you also mentioned this in your preaching in relation to, to what you just mentioned then. That you said that love is the limit to our freedom. Yeah. So could you give an example of a scenario when this had been true for you or maybe for, for someone that you know? I mean, lo- lots of times. Super duper lots of times. Because let's take... love. Blank is the limit to my freedom. Where would you where would the limit be? Let's take modesty. They were one of the issues we brought up. What's the limit then? Deba? A hemline? A skirt length? An approximate tightness of tops? I mean, like, how do you even 
how do you even begin? And I think that's where Christians begin to fall apart when we start to put lines and rules where God never did, you know, and, and, and that just gets weird. Now, if that's a line or a rule that you have personally, let's say red, you're like, look, I'm showing too much skin. I don't want to do that. I'm such a, I'm such a, you know, stud. I'm so tempting to just wow. anybody who sees me. I need to dress up like in a cardboard box I'll just to. <laughs> then fine, you know, if that's really where you are and that's between you and God, and you've prayed about it and you have peace about it, and and, and then then go, you know. But other than that, it, it's so messed up, and we've all experienced that, right, at church. Um, you know, uh, dress codes, like uh. Kaya nga sinabi ko yun, yung context, yung community, yung culture, all of those play, play a factor. Eh. It's interesting that, um, so yeah, since we're on modesty, even it can change per individual. There are some uh, people who dress and they could be wearing identical things. And one of them, you just know they're doing it to really attract attention, to get all the, you know, to look as attractive as possible. And some of them are just, they just really look nice. Alam mo yun yung, and it's a hard thing. So, Paul, and this is the genius of God, instead of drawing some artificial line, just says, look, be motivated by love. Be driven by love. If you're, if by what you eat, you're hurting someone else, then that's not loving. Ganun lang kasimple. Hindi ko sinasabing bawal yan. Hindi ko sinasabing hindi ako kakain. Actually, kasama kita at wala nga may istobo. Kakain rin ako. Pero, mahalin naman natin yung isa't isa. And that's the thing. And the nice thing about love is it's a very freeing rule. You know? Because if between the two of you it's not causing you harm, then go ahead. You know? But if it's causing you harm already, then I, I'm not acting loving. Siguro, ano, um, one example would be when Carla and I were dating. And uh, there were some standards that we really stuck to because I wanted to and she wanted to. There were some standards that honestly, other people were like, maybe they did it, but the two of us were like, this isn't an issue for us. And we're fine with that. Uh, the two of us alone in the car. Other people were like, oh, I, can't, I can't believe that. I know another pastor and his wife who when they got married... He would call his wife sis. And when they were dating, he would call her sis. Because, and then he would say, like, I love you with the love of the Lord. He would never say, I love you. He would always say, I love you with the love of the Lord. And everybody was like, what is wrong with this guy? Why is he so strict? <laughs> but as it turns out, he was like, look, I know there's nothing wrong with it. But this guy's past, before he was dating, was super wild. Like, rock rock and roll like rebellious rock and roll and drugs and girls so he was just like look i really like you okay i really like you but can i like you this way just i don't i guess for him uh, I, i've never heard it explained by him directly but from people who've talked to him it was like he didn't want it to be too much like the way he pursued women in the past so you know and and, and it, because of the community yeah, they were like look intindihin na lang natin sila now, his, his fiance had to be okay with that because she was like, she wanted affection. She's like this super <laughs> sweet, super, ano. so when they finally got married, she was like, finally. So, <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, people are different, you know? And and so, instead of saying, bawal ba sa church yan? Nako, favorite question, bawal ba sa church yan? There are some things that you know, the Bible is clear about. Wag mo nang tanongin ko sa church, bawal ba kay Lord? Diba? Hindi <laughs> naman mahalaga kung bawal sa victory, kung okay lang kay Lord, ba't mo problemahin yun? Pero kung bawal kay Lord, matakot ka kahit pumayag yung victory, di ba? Right. But instead of that, am I acting in love? Am I acting in love to other people already? Yun. Um, sige, let's, let's break some, ano no? Uh, I kiss dating goodbye. Hmm. Di ba? That conviction. Uh, and I love that book. I think you have to explain it a bit because we have some newer listeners who yeah. didn't reach that era. So like, yeah, so there was an era in our church and in our campus ministry where the book I Kissed Dating Goodbye by Joshua Harris came out and it became so popular. And on the good side, you have people who were like, look, I, fine, I won't date until I get married. You know? And it was a conviction that they heard from the church or from the book and they just took it and made it personal. And on the, on the other hand, you have people who heard that and it was imposed to them. 
either mm-hmm. by other people or imposed to themselves. It was never God, but they were like, fine, I have to do this because of the church. And that Wait, produced... What do you mean by, I won't date? Like, I won't go out with anybody before I get married? Yeah, well... How do you meet anybody? <laughs> well, you know, just randomly. And that's why a lot of people had issue with the book afterwards. Mm-hmm. They were like, look, I'm still single today because of you. <laughs> and to me, honestly, I, I feel for those people who got that yeah. extreme treatment of it. I read the book. Um, I'll never forget. I was a freshman in college. I had a copy of the book and I read it. And I was one of the first, the few people in, my, in, in the world I knew who was reading it. So imagine first year in Ateneo. Um, my friends were Ateneans. And then I had a group of friends who were upper class men, upper class women in, in Miriam. So mm-hmm. those were my friends from, from my high school. So I'd be hanging out in Starbucks along Katipunan regularly with this group of girls from Miriam. And then one of them, parang when I moved my bag, natapon yung mga gamit, tapos nakita yung librong yun, I kissed dating goodbye. And then she looked, and this friend of mine from high school looked at me like, what in the world are you reading? Like, why is this? So I, I felt really weird at that point. But honestly, when I read the book, it, it made sense to me. I really felt like this was God telling me this. Na, yeah, save money, save time. Uh, don't build memories with someone who you're not going to end up with. Uh, and I don't think everybody who dated is, is sinning. You know, some of my best friends uh, started dating in college, you know, because they were like, look, this is a great time to meet girls. And I'm like, okay, great. Then tell me how it goes, you know, like, cause I, I don't know anything about it. Um, so it worked for me. And I was grateful for that. I also am grateful for the community. That's in Pastor Rico, my parents. Who were like, oh, ano, uh, mag-date ka na. Parang ganun sila yung na, na, Oh, gets namin. Okay, you focus on your studies. You focus on your ministry. Fine. But go date na if you want to meet people. Ah, okay. So pwede na pala. Parang ganun. On the other hand, you had people who it was imposed on them. Yeah. And to those people, I feel for them. Because yun nga, it wasn't something done by faith. Eh. It wasn't something that God was speaking to them. Kaya conscience is so important in Romans 14. Over and over again, Paul says, if for you, if you've prayed about this, if, you've, if you have peace with this. Now, for us as ministers, it's like, mm, I know kids, I know young people, I know old people who will say, it's okay with me, but it's really just license to sin. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you guard against that? And the answer is, you can speak up, you can talk to them, but you can't pre-decide for them whether they'll follow God or not. You got to trust God there. And maybe you can see that it's leading to sin, but they don't see it yet. So that's going to be their process. Uh, and you don't want to burn that bridge just because the process is slower than you want. Because ultimately, God's in control of that process. And what if God wants to take them this way? Pa? <laughs> so yun. am I jumping around too much? No. It's <laughs> okay. The other conviction that, that I kind of became a poster child for was not kissing before marriage. Um, and this really blew up when Carla and I were going to get married because, you know, she was still very active in ABS-CBN. And uh, lumabas yon sa mga co-stars niya na hindi pa siya, we haven't kissed yet. So they're like, if you haven't kissed, then you haven't slept together. Now the Bible is clear, premarital sex is wrong. And so we added an extra layer, like, okay, let's not even kiss, you know. And honestly, <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, the reason why that was my standard. I heard about it in church, but also because there were so many times that we almost had sex. Like just mm. bluntly, Carla and I. Just um, if we didn't have those standards, if we won't be alone in the room together, we won't like, you know, she's my first girlfriend. I wanted to touch and, and, and do as much as I could. So that rule really helped us. We weren't trying to publicize it, but it got out. So it it, it's kind of a thing sometimes in church culture where you have people, again, where it's not coming from a revelation from God or, or a personal examination na mahina ba ako dito? Alam mo yun, lalayo na ako. Sorry, mahina ako dyan eh, parang ganun. And so, you have people who struggle with it. You have people who think that they're in sin because they did that. Um, um, sadly, I've heard of people who are like, well, I might as well have sex because I've already kissed. Alam mo yun, yung parang... Mm-hmm. No, and that's because the the rule that's not biblical has gotten like biblical levels of authority now. Mm-hmm. I was so grateful when a, a good friend of mine, see Jonathan Merle, the youngest son of Pastor Steve Merle, when he got engaged, 
he posted pictures that hey I'm engaged and then he posted pictures of them kissing uh, on the lips and to quote or to paraphrase a line from Star Wars because you know I feel like I know a million legalistic souls cried out and were suddenly silenced all at once with that picture <laughs> <laughs> because it's like Jonathan had no problem with it you know to him I, this is not bad you know, and, and I never had a problem with seeing that about him. Like, that's him, you know, that's his story. That's between him and God. I trust him. I know him. Uh, we need to get there. And maybe some of the people listening need to ask themselves, why do I have these standards? Is this still from God or is this from being imposed on me by other people? Because if it's being imposed on you, like, that won't give you life. It will just give you bitterness. It will just give you, you'll just be resentful to God. And then God's going to be like, I never asked you to do that. Yeah. all right that's a lot so i feel like so far we've talked about yeah. <laughs> um there's just so much to chew and so much to process i feel like we've talked about uh how do we deal with gray areas with with other people like how do we yeah, understand yeah, yeah. other people the fact that we you know there, there could be a completely different but completely bad yeah, yeah. perspective and also just remembering that uh yeah i'm free to do anything i mean that that's moral um but I will let love be my limit, uh, is what I'm doing, loving towards other people. But now let's dive into the question of, of our own gray areas. I mean, that's why I wore my gray shirt today, because we're talking about this. Um, but yeah, like, how do I, as a Christian, whether I'm a new believer, or it's my first time to deal with this issue, how do I navigate these gray areas that the Bible doesn't explicitly say, yes or no, do this, do that, um, but it's, there's different convictions for different people. So. How do I deal with it? That, that's a great question, Red. And a, la- a large part of this is examining ourselves. That naman is what I didn't get to bring up so much in the message, uh, again, for, for the sake of time. But there's a lot that's also in Romans 14 and 1 Corinthians 10 about examine yourself. Examine yourself, examine yourself. Is this still from God? So there's this flow chart I saw uh, from Authentic Christianity on Facebook. This is, does the Bible allow it? If it says no, then don't do it. Can I kill you? Does the Bible allow that? No. Okay, so I won't kill you. Uh, <laughs> does my conscience allow it? I'd like to throw this rock at you. I think that's still biblically not allowed. <laughs> but yeah. does my conscience allow it? Then no. And then three further questions are, what's the effect on, on believers? I want to consider them. Uh, love is more important than knowledge, the infographic says. Secondly, what is the effect on non-Christians? The gospel is more important than my rights. And thirdly, what's the effect on my spiritual life? Does this help me love God and others more or not? And um, dun, dun lang. just base it on that. Uh, this could be about me. Because a lot of the Gentiles in those days were, were like, I'm praying to God and thanking Him for the creation of bacon. How can this be such a bad thing? Bacon makes me love God more. <laughs> like, and then for sure, the Jews were like, how could you even say that? Like, how could bacon make you love God more? But it's the same with, with other stuff, you know, um, drinking alcohol. Um, uh, mm, yeah. TV shows, certain shows. TV movies. shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's funny. that That's why you need a community, eh? Because we're every the whole world is looking for like one standard, like one standard that all Christians are allowed to watch this and nothing beyond that. But what if this standard is even too much for you? You know, so I remember me, I got into because as, as a concept, I liked it. Uh, Chuck, the the TV series. Then I stopped watching it because Yvonne Strahovski or whatever her however her name is pronounced is always in skimpy outfits, and it's funny because not every show with skimpy outfits um, gets to me. You know, it, it, it's not something that stays in my mind. It's not something that I find myself getting distracted by. But this particular series was one of the ones that did that. So mm. I was like, ah, I'm just not going to watch this anymore. So I would hear about it from friends, from church, from other pastors who were like, ah, wait, I'm like, oh, thank you. And it helped me Now I was talking to Pastor Pao and I said, yeah, actually, I stopped watching it. Because eh, it's like, okay, I, I don't want to rain on their parade, but thank you, Pastor Bob. And that helped, you know, to be like, okay, I'm not alone. We're not trying to control other people's behavior, but it, it just helps, you know? Mm-hmm. Another interesting one is uh, Game of Thrones. Um, 
I, I didn't want to watch the series. I mean, when I just saw the previews and the trailers and of course the responses of people online, it was like, okay, this is just like way, way too much nudity per minute na ayoko na. So I read the books na lang. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's, who's, who's also a Christian and uh, she said, yeah, I got into it. I tried to read the books, but the sex scenes in the books were too disturbing for me. She said, I prefer the series because I can fast forward. And I said, My, that's so funny. We have the same reason, but they're totally different outcomes. I don't want to do the series because by the time I've seen it, it's too late for me to fast forward. That, that just gets stuck in my mind, you know? But if it's a book, it's like, okay, there they go. Then I, I can flip through those pages easily without it uh, bothering me. Or, and it was just so funny that we're just that different. People aren't the same, you know? And, and some people might say, eh, ano ngayon? Ano ngayon? How is this affecting my walk with God? Look, if you're saying it really isn't, if you're saying it really isn't, and it's not causing you to, to have a perverted view of sex or to see men or women with, uh, you know, as, as, as sexual objects the way this thing does, then fine. And I believe you, you know? <laughs> I hope that's true. And, 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 and time will tell. And I'm going to walk with you along that path. So yun, does it is it controlling me? Is it loving to other people? Uh, and is it is it honoring God? Those are the questions we would ask ourselves. And okay. we're not gonna get it all right right from the beginning. I'm sure there's yeah. stuff I'm doing right now, right now, that I think are fine. That one day I'm gonna grow up and I'll be like, yeah, I I probably should stop doing that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not becoming anymore. You know, God's mm-hmm. calling me to live differently. So the was it the third one? How will it affect like people who don't believe in Jesus? Yeah, That's how will it affect? That's more of like your testimony or parang your stature. Parang yun yeah, yun, yeah. And that's what's disturbing, but very often about Christians online, they're like, well, what about my rights? What about my rights? Like, like Jesus gave up his rights. Eh? The church's first job shouldn't be fighting for its own rights. <laughs> I mean, wow. uh, the church's first job should be honoring God. And, and loving the people God's called us to love. So you mentioned, um, we talked about dating, we talked about um, kissing and even movies and, um, and TV shows. But what about um, other areas like, like music, or yeah. songs, <laughs> books, or games? Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I've gone through seasons of my life of this, 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 I don't know, what is it? What do you th- throw it away? This. Post. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> disc, <laughs> disc, <laughs> disc, <laughs> ultimate, ultimate, ba? Yung disc, ano yung disc na tro, oy, disc po. <laughs> ah, yes, I, yeah, I keep throwing the frisbee away because of its impact in my life, but it comes back. So, si Lord, nindalo ko lang. Wow. I've gone through seasons of my life of disposing of video games. Um, hmm. And it's it's not always total. And again, I'd, I've gone naman the opposite extreme also of like anybody who plays that game must be compromising. <laughs> Alam mo yun, yung sobrang sure na my standards must be everybody's standards. No, maybe it's just you, Joe. So, yun. And then music, same thing. Um, this is going to date me and it's going to make me sound pathetic. But, yeah, but uh, in high school... Yeah, dating goodbye na. Okay na. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. If you got that, we should give you <laughs> 10 points kayo or 100 points kayo. Okay. Um, it's salvation points. Yeah, I really got into Rage Against the Machine in high school. <laughs> and uh, after a while, it was like, oh, wow, yeah, this, this, this sounds fun. This sounds, uh, it sounds like cool to be angry at things. Parang ganun. And I was just like, like hard to be around, you know, just like negative about so much. So I was like, what is going on? God, why? Why, why does everyone have a problem with me? Why, is it them or me? <laughs> I was like, no, it's, it's obviously you because you're the only one who thinks you're not, you don't have a problem. And I was like, okay, so Lord, why am I so hot tempered? Can you help me with my temper? I would pray those things. And I think that's what helps us with the standards. Eh? When we're pursuing God, because then as we pursue God, we're like, Lord, why is it so hard to pursue you? Or what's what's so what's holding me back? Then God will point out stuff. Well, you, you know, you you do quiet time, you go to church, and then you listen to this all day, you know, <laughs> on the way to church, on the way home from church. So uh, maybe. 
so I deleted it from my iPod, but uh, eventually I deleted it from my computer. So and it helped, you know. So, and again, I don't see people who listen to that are wrong, you know. And and I could even converse with them, you know. I, I found uh, them fascinating. Now, not not so much, but uh, in the, it wasn't working for me. So, kayo ba may mga ganyan kayong mga convictions na music? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> ano yung effect sa inyo? Yun yung tanong ko. <laughs> ah, yung effect, hindi ko pa alam. Pero I know like there are some songs when it's like I, I listen to I listen to the lyrics and it's like ah, no, I'll only listen to this when I'm married. Or something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. always sexual. Or uh, standard passed down to me by my mom which I, I still I, I see the value in it. I avoid music with like swear words. Because like I find it like if I just keep listening to it, it's easier for me to, to like swear. So start like, saying in my it. mind. Oh wow, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, same then. So, same then. Yeah, for- yeah. And there are people who are like, no, I I can I know that's music, and I know that I'm mm. not gonna say that. No, then good, good for you. Red's not strong enough to do that, and so mm. you know, intindi natin siya. Yes. Same for you, El. Ganon din ako with um songs with like swear words because it it's easy for me to absorb them and then it will be in my mind na so i before i found myself wanting to say it because like someone did something like stupid or something and parang, <laughs> the word would come in my mind and i'm like where did that come from i you know i don't you never use that word uh I, i don't use it and, ah okay it's probably or from tv shows that i watch or from you yeah, from the music that i'm listening to yeah yeah so yeah. that's our so, conviction And that's personal, yeah. And it, yeah. it it's not even like a badge of spiritual achievement. Nah, I don't even listen to those. Alam mo yon, na Paul might be like, well, okay, well, I guess you can handle it, deba. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having that background. Um, my dad growing up was so funny because he came from a totally uh addiction-prone lifestyle. Drugs and alcohol and, and nicotine. And so he was like, I'm not going to drink alcohol at all, even though other people would drink. So he would raise me and my brothers to be like, honestly, guys, it's not bad to drink. Just don't get drunk. They were like, then why don't you drink? Because I'm, I'm, I might... So we were like, it was so confusing for me at first. Na parang, you keep saying it's okay, but you don't do it at all. Then he would say, look, it's because it's me. Okay, but I want you to be able to make your own decisions one day. So, uh, okay, it took me a while to understand that. Until I realized that, ah, he's... That's it. That's his journey niya with God. I had a weird conversation with a friend before who was like, uh, why don't you drink? Because, you know, I, and I said, I, I really don't... Sabi, there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's just beer. But if the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. This is a believer. This is one of, a, one of the leaders who used to go to victory. And uh, I said, yeah, I believe that, but I just don't want to. So I've been, yeah, no, the fact that you have convictions means you don't believe that the gospel wow. really works in your life. So you should have a beer now. And I'm like, I think you're taking it too far. <laughs> like, can't you just... <laughs> Conviction wow. ko to, hindi naman kita pinipigilan. Hayaan mo naman ako. Intindihin mo naman yung pinanggalingan ko. Parang ganun. Mm-hmm. So that was a very strange conversation. Actually, yeah, that, that, that's a good like question. Parang... Should we always keep our convictions private? Is it okay to share them? Like, what if I'm a, I'm a victory group leader, yeah, and I'm yeah. discipling somebody, somebody new. Um, yeah, yeah. Should I share my convictions, uh, or should I give it as a warning? Uh, I don't well, know. Well, first of all, act in love, Deva. Why are we doing that? Are we doing it to kind of get someone on our side, or are we doing it to kind of manipulate them? So, be be motivated by love, Deva, not by like looking for someone to join your team. And then secondly, if you do share it, remember to clarify what is the Bible and what is not the Bible. What is from God and what is, this is me. You know, this is me doing this. And be very, very clear about that. Um, thirdly, do remember to respect the Holy Spirit in the person. That is so big, such a big deal talaga. Now God's working in them eh. So I had a guy before who was struggling with, with drug addiction. And his was the kind of drug addiction that was very recreational. Kumbaga parang, he's not addicted, he's at home, he's fine, he'll go for hours just worshiping God, worshiping God at home. I mean, literally singing to God 
in his home, diba? Then he'll go to a party and then, oh, did drugs again. Parang ganon. And then he might have done stuff, other stuff, you know, while he was doing drugs. And so, it was so obvious to me after like two or three months of this that he'd call, he'd be in tears. Oh, Lord, take this struggle away from me. Like, look, it's the parties, okay? You and your parties. You, you, every time you go to that party, you do drugs. Okay, do you understand? And this guy, he just has so many friends. And that was actually a more fundamental thing for him. Now, these are my friends and these are the this is my community. And so it took us 10 months before he finally came to the place where he was like, um, you know what, Joe, I think it might be the parties. I'm like, you think? No, like, I had to resist that temptation. So I would say it often. I'd be like, oh, what happened? What happened again? Where do you think this happened? Oh, do you think it was the parties? Yeah, but not every party. And so really, I had to trust that God was doing something in him. As tempting as it was to say, you know, you're probably not saved because you're not willing to make Jesus Lord of all, of even the parties. Diba Lord of all or not at all? If he's not Lord of your social calendar, then he's not Lord at all. Parang, wow. I was so tempted to do that. But it's like, look, God's working in him. And you know, to this day, he's still following Jesus. That was 20 years ago. 20? Still, yeah, yeah, 20 years ago. Still following Jesus. Because you're not always going to be there in their life, eh? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be there forever. What they need is to be hearing from God. So if you're the victory group leader, you got to trust that they're hearing from God. Mm. Um, so parang you, must, you share it. You don't impose it. Yeah. You share it. Do you think it's... You can even this? mention them in love. Mm-hmm. Difficult areas. Like we've done that to each other, haven't we? That's As true. staff, we do that with our students. Now, hey, look, I'm, I'm not presuming to know your intentions. I'm not presuming to know your heart. Just wondering. I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. What's the connection here? You know? Sometimes they'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah, I see the connection. You're right. I didn't think there was. Or they'll be like, whoa, you're way off. You know, that has nothing to do (laughs) with anything. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) And that's fine. I think that's that's actually loving also. Someone cares about you enough to be like, Joe, I, I know you don't mean anything by this, but it just comes across this uh, this way. You ever think about that? Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I think another gray area that um, is really that would really help us if you could also expound on this um, area is in the area of politics. Yeah. So you know what? <laughs> how do we go about that when we have different points of view? Yeah. Same church. You know how how do we go about that? I think that's a good point to bring it up because you know, politics has the temptation to to be supreme, to be above everything. Like everything is defined. Because with, you know, understandable, nah, it affects so much of life. But if you're a believer, it's not supreme. It just isn't. Something else is more supreme than that and which is God and, and how he treats us. And this is where it comes in, a completely valid but different viewpoint. And I think as Christians, we need to first remember who, who, who God is. And secondly, this is where community is so important. Eh? Because you can have these conversations like this in a community, how we're talking. And, and you know, both of you, we've had those kinds of conversations offline where we're really honest. Red, you're, you're, you're probably the most at that. I will always bring up something borderline controversial or gray area with me. Mm-hmm. I saw this pastor do that. Is that okay? And why, why is that a helpful conversation? Because it's, it's, we're in community. I know you, you know me. We can really talk about it. Social mm-hmm. media is not the place for that. It's not. It's not the place for understanding. It's not the place for compassion. I wish it was, <laughs> but it, it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with politics there. Can you believe that other people can have a different perspective from you? Let's take U.S. election, which is you know happening mm-hmm. today. Um, it's very fascinating to me watching it because I'm not, I'm not American, right? Mm-hmm. I know some really good Christians who are voting for Trump. And you might ask them, like, why would you vote for Trump? About the, what the guy said, what the guy has done, the, the people who he's with. And when you hear their, and you'll hear, huh? don't just assume, but let's say what other people, you talk to a person, like, why? What do you like about him? Then, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I, I get mm-hmm. where you're coming from. I also know some really good Christians who are completely against Trump. 
most famous recently is John Piper who released an article who was like I'm not voting for it's pretty much basically saying he's not voting for Trump Ooh. yeah and his concern was as a pastor I'm paraphrasing here I don't like how his behavior is being mimicked by my church mm-hmm. so yeah yeah abortion is wrong and 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 uh, and these people in the Democrat side are are for it. That's concerning to me. But so is the arrogance and the the overweening pride of of President Trump. Both are wrong. You can't pretend like there's one righteous party here. Mm. So same thing. Eh? Uh, I I talked to someone who I don't know if we mentioned it here. Did we mention it here? Mm. The ENC article where someone... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about that, right? So, yeah. So, I talked to someone who's pro. Not not pro Duterte and that he doesn't see anything wrong with him. But to him, he's like, why would I change the administration? I don't want to add for whatever we're at now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. It's a time of chaos, of pandemics. So I said, so so you're you're for him? You're for him? So, so you're, you're okay with... People being killed in the name of, of the drug wars. No, I'm not okay with those things. I'm just saying I don't see why I want to use my social media to be completely against him now. Hmm. And it was anatomy and parang, huh? Is there something wrong with this guy? <laughs> but when I talk to him, yeah. no, no, I know this person. This person has done so much for the country when he was in civil service and even until now. So that's so much for the poor in his neighborhood and from his province, even though he lives in Manila. So, parang, hindi eh. And that's why community mm-hmm. is so important. And the thing is, for many people, where because we're completely online, where community is entirely social media, that's not the place mm-hmm. that you're going to get real community in. Eh. Yeah. We need to be able to trust with each other. Um, to respect God's differences with one another. I had a guy from church before, super rich guy who was in my small group before, who came up to me and goes, Joe, can you pray with me? Sure, I'd, I'd like to pray with you. Sure. I'm, I'm tempted to buy a, a motorbike. So I'm like, oh, sure. Okay, let, let, let's pray together. Uh, what, what's the issue? Uh, my wife, I said, like, you have other motorbikes. Why would your wife have an issue with this motorbike? So I mean, it's half a million pesos. I almost spit out my my drink. <laughs> so I'm like, 500,000 pesos for a bike? How many bikes do you already have? Because for me, that's not my conviction. I wouldn't spend that much money on that. Yeah. Okay. But I can't impose that on him. And I know this man. Mm. I know how generous mm. he is with his money and other things. So I know there are probably people listening to this who are going to be like, wow, that, is, that could have helped so many poor people. I had the same thought. Mm. I had the same thought. And yet I had to delay that judgment to be like, well, look, if, if, if God, am I saying that? Where's the line? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of love being the limit, 500,000 is the limit. And why is the limit always beyond me? That's always the case when people, whenever they draw <laughs> these lines, it's always, I happen to be in, in the mm-hmm. line, and you are out. Wow. It's never, I'm drawing the line, and oh, nga, no, I'm out pala. It's yeah. always around me, you know? Wow. Yeah. It just gets, and I, I remember talking to this one young believer before, who was actually not a young believer at the time, mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm so bothered by this. Um, he's not in victory. But he said, I'm so bothered by the leader of my movement. I don't know the leader of your movement. The house he lives in is, is uh, so luxurious. Okay. And why does that bother you? Because he should have given it to the poor. Yung koche mo, nagaling sa magulang mo. Yung kondo mo sa, sa BGC, nagaling din sa magulang mo. Hindi luxurious yun. Sabi ko, kasi most of the Philippines, if not most of the world, would find your lifestyle luxurious. You find his lifestyle luxurious. Most people would find you. If you draw that line, <laughs> most people would draw that line where both of you are on the same side. Wow. So, let's be careful with that number. I don't mm-hmm. know. I percentage choice. He gives more than you and me. And I'm not saying that it, that's the way to be. I personally have a limit to how much I'm willing to spend on a car or anything like that. Um, but that's me. I can't. I can't do that for other people. I think mm. part of it, because it really comes from an attitude where I feel better about having stricter standards than other people. Mm. You know, I know I did growing up in church. 
na I have stricter standards. I, I am more whatever. <laughs> That's not from God, then. Eh? Yeah. Hmm. So, like in a nutshell, how how do we deal with it when it just feels like how can you be Christian and that side politically or that view politically? Yeah. Parang yun yung Like I understand other people can have different perspectives. Yeah. But some there times the parang yeah, but but for Christians, this is the Christian political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang ganon. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Do you, I, like, think, no, I think I think I think number one connect with a person, mm. Talk to a person. You're not talking to a, a social media account. You're talking to a person. Mm. And I've seen some unloving tweets by other Christians. Like, Therefore, you must not be a Christian. You don't even know them. Mm. You don't know them. You know, and that's why, like we talked about the last time I was here, deba. I'm so grateful to our move for our movements. Um, legacy na. Wag kang masadong mabilis manghusga na. Non-Christian, 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 non-Christian yan. Parang, you, you don't know that. Um, they might say something blatantly, but even that, you'll be surprised that they'll come back. Alam mo yun. So, um, you're talking to a person. That's one. Secondly, remember the gospel. Diba na, who are you? Who is Jesus? Because very often, we come down with this force. Like, like, diba? like Jesus said, he who has no sin cast the first stone. That doesn't mean you never correct. That means you correct with the perspective of you're someone who's probably guilty of something similar, if not the exact same thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, I know for me, when I have self-righteousness and self-sufficiency, I'm very harsh to Carla, to Philip, to my teams, to you guys. I'm very harsh. But when I remember the gospel, it's like, yeah, well, mm, yeah, red... Yeah, Red's just tired. Alam mo yun yung may may kano ka na Red na. Thank you for being very gracious and understanding with me. No, but because you get yourself also, eh, de ba na? Why would you ask for a leave now of all times, de ba para ganon? Because nakapagod ng buhay, tama naman nakapagod naman talaga ng buhay. You know, so remember the gospel. Remember who God is in your life, and it, you know what? Even if it leads to correction, it's gonna come out amazing. It's gonna come out amazing the way you're gonna because it's gonna come from humility. Um, yeah, I had a post recently on IG that was really reeking of smugness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Um, it was where Edre gave me hair wax, and I'm like, this guy <laughs> gave me hair wax. I want to cancel him. Wow. And so. I was like mimicking cancel culture. So I said that because that's what yeah. Christians do, right? Jesus loved me, forgave me, ganon, ganon. And I want to do to you what God didn't do to me. Parang ganon. <laughs> and I was going to leave it at that. Na parang, yeah, 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 you cancel culture jerks. Parang ganon. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't put my phone down. And I was like, so I posted it and I'm like, kulang pa rin. What's it missing? What's it missing? Parang tama naman yung point. And I realized, you know what it was missing? Is me acting like I'm the only one. Like I don't do that. So I, I I felt led to follow it up with another post of, yeah, I do that. I cancel people. I'm harsh to my wife. I'm harsh to my son. And uh, that's because I forget what Jesus did for me. But when I remember, alam mo, yan yung, that part, the, the, the humble, and then that's when I felt at peace to, I was either like delete that post or add something to it. Try put the phone down. I just re- remembered, the Lord, gosh, I, I can be so smug. I can be so sarcastic and so superior feeling to people. Yeah. Remember the gospel talaga. <laughs> Thank you, Red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just supporting your point. Yeah, amen. A- you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> okay, so connect and, don't, connect and don't cancel. Let the gospel humble me. And then... Yeah, and, and if you can't connect to the person, then suspend judgment. Mm. You know, so I, I saw someone recently from Victory Fort post something that I was like, oh, really bothered by. But this is someone I'm like three degrees away from. You know, I haven't spoken to this person in months. That's what social media lets you do. Eh? Like drive by, <laughs> drive by judgings. <laughs> like, like up, oh, sinner, sinner, good, sinner, sinner. <laughs> like, you just can do that like without knowing the people and what they're going through. So I was like, mm. Do, do I say something? So I prayed about it. I was like, Lord, do I say something to, 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 to her? 
And then I realized, why do I want to say something? Is it out of love for her? Is it because lang, Christiano ka, wag kang ganyan. Mm. So when I prayed, I'm like, no, I don't I don't feel really a concern to deal with this right now. I'm sure she's in a, she's got people in her life, other Christians who are helping her with it. So okay, put it out of my mind now. Suspend judgment. Don't don't even take it to think that she's this or she's that. No, she's had a tough time. I, there's a completely valid but completely different perspective. <laughs> Right, nice. <laughs> and you know that's a that's a move, huh? That not enough people take. Suspend judgment. Yeah. Just say, I don't know. I don't know. Just say it. I I, mm-hmm. I really don't know. Well, why, why would it? I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know. That's the reality. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. And if it really bothers you, talk to them personally. Hey, Red. Um. Yeah, I've been waiting. I tr- I thought it wasn't a big deal to me, but you know it is. The beard, like mm. seriously, how how long is this gonna? Are you gonna experiment with this? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm saying that I haven't shaved them. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what the genius about all of this is about God and and what Paul saw in the gospel. You can have a gospel that goes everywhere. You know, because you're not micromanaging behavior. You're not micromanaging, like, everyone should be Jewish culture. Everybody should be Filipino culture. I'll give an example across cultures. Like, I do not get people from other cultures a lot. I travel a lot, but I don't get them. And I've had these talks with my American friends. And I've said to my American friends, can I tell you something I really don't understand about you? I love you. I know you love me. And I know you love God. But I don't understand this about you. Ang hirap niyong kausap sa area na to. I'm saying this to Adam, to Nick, and Seth. And they're like, what? I'm like, you're so independent. Like, what's up with that? But why can't we all just have lunch together? Why is it that if one of you wants to eat somewhere different, we'll break up the group? You know, but <laughs> Filipinos will be like, we won't break up the group. Fine, I don't like to eat there, but you want to eat there, I'll eat there. Why can't you be like that? And then they said, you know what, Joseph, I, that's so foreign to me. To give up what I want just to be with other people. But you feel so unloving. Oh, no, no, I love you. Just because I didn't have lunch with you doesn't mean I don't love you. That's what I'm getting used to. I'm not not used to that. So, okay, help me understand. Help me understand your culture. Mm -hmm. And the more we talk, the more I understand that it's really hardwired into American DNA that someone tells you you can't do that. And why not? That's their first response. Yeah, so many of them are like, I want my own place. I want my own land. I want my own house where nobody tells me what to do. Whereas Filipinos, we still would love that, but we're also open to, are we all together? Okay, sure. But <laughs> And we're just different. We're just different. Well, and you know what? God is working in all of our hearts. The gospel is moving in all of our hearts. And it allows us to be different. And yet to still stay together. So that's what the picture of the church is. So many different people, but united by by our walk with God. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I feel like this was such a good, fruitful conversation. I mean, we've talked about so many things. I know. Areas. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, so much. So, yeah, yeah we hope this helps um, to everybody listening, watching this. Um, yeah, and, and I think yeah. this might be a good thing to process, like, with your small group, you know, mm-hmm. with your group. And if you want to connect to us, the pastors, the campus missionaries would love to talk to you about it. But talk to one another about that. Carl, like I mentioned in the preaching, Carl and I do that. So yeah. sometimes there are things that will we'll go somewhere and it's nice, you know. Should we post about it? Should we not post about it? Actually, pag may check na kami ganun, sige, wag na lang, diba? Mm-hmm. Mahila pa. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get an accusation, like, why did your wife accept this this offer it's so worldly and then we'll talk to community Pastor Michael mm-hmm. Pastor Chris you know, hear my heart can you hear my heart am I being defensive now am I really offended and I'll just start talking I, I, I've said this so many times in this pandemic can you hear me lang and reflect to me how I sound am I being better am I being you know, like Sometimes like, konte, may konte bitterness. <laughs> like, wala naman. So, okay, thank you. So you can have these talks. Hopefully, that's what our small groups are for, where we can be honest. Yeah. Kung magkakaiba tayo, okay lang yun. Yeah. Basa pareho yung just natin, parehin patutunguhan natin. Yeah. 
That's right. And so we want to process this together, just like what Pastor Joe said, encouraging everybody to talk about this with community. We have a couple of questions to help you out, maybe start the conversation um, when you talk to them. So these are some questions that, um, that can help you as you talk about it with community. So the first one is, in relating with other believers, when it comes to gray areas, among these, which one do you have a hard time, a harder time doing? So the first is being considerate of others. The second is not judging others. And the third is trusting God's work in their lives. So which one do you have a hard time, harder time doing? Why? And feel free to, you know, have that open conversation in your victory groups. The second processing question is, what gray area in church life Christianity, or even walking with God, are you currently most confused about? What about it confuses you? And we want to encourage you to talk to someone who can help you get clarity and wisdom regarding your answer. That's what community is for. And lastly, what have you learned from this discussion? And how will you or how can you be helped into putting that into practice? So those are our three processing questions. And the questions. And yeah. uh, so we talked about the gray area. Now let's go to the pray area. Pastor Joe, would you like to close us in prayer? Mm. Good job. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Trying not to touch. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Trust God's work in my heart. <laughs> but definitely, there's a level of corniness that has to be sinful. Na, diba? like, it can't just be convictions. You must draw no, no, no. Alam mo, guys, kahit ganyan si Red, anak pa rin ng Diyos yan. Yun yung application. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, um, help us to remember you. Very often, God, when we have issues or problems with one another, it's at a we only see two dimensions. It's just two parties, us and the other party. But God, you're there. Eh? You're doing something in our hearts. You're doing something in that person. You're doing something in the world. So Lord, help us to remember you and what you're doing. I pray, God, that you will speak to us clearly. Lord, what a powerful thought that, that your church was not uh, administrated by or controlled by rules or policies or or policing one another, Lord, but there was this internal transformation of the Holy Spirit inside our hearts. So, Lord, thank you that that's happening in me, in Red, in L, Lord, in every believer listening to this, Lord, and it's also happening to the people we interact with who believe in you. Help us, Lord, to trust you when it comes to that. Lord, if there are some of us here who need to repent, God, of self-righteousness, of arrogance, of pride, of, of a control freak, uh, um, mindset, God, where we try to manipulate people, Lord, we repent of that now. And we say, Lord, I'm sorry for trying to play the part of the Holy Spirit. That's not my job. That's your job. Uh, Lord, if some of us need to talk to people and say, look, I, I just want to tell you that I believe God's moving in you. I know God's moving in you. I trust you. I want to walk with you. I don't want to uh, be your puppeteer. No, I just want to walk with you. Then let us have those conversations, Lord, by grace. And Lord, I pray that we will be that radically different community to the world that will show the world how people from so many diverse backgrounds and points of view uh, can be one because we have the same God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Thank you so much, um, Pastor Joe, just for your time and for all your insights. Um, it was really great. And thank you to our viewers for thank joining us once yeah. again. Mm -hmm. So we hope you guys enjoyed our second to the last episode of On The Spot. And don't forget, our last episode um, is going to be posted next Thursday, November 12th uh, at 5 p.m. once again. And also on Sundays, um, we have our Sunday service, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. online on um, the Facebook page of Victory Katipuna. Yes, and the next On The Spot web series will be announced once it's available. Mm, interesting. Oh. Before we go, for those young people and students who are here, we want to invite you to our youth service. This Friday at 5.30 p.m., we are still in our series called I Am Three, where we are talking about the Holy Spirit 
who he is, what he does, and how we can be more aware of his work in our lives. So thank you for joining us today and see you again next week for our last episode for this for this series. Thank you guys. Right. Thank Bye. you. Bye.